thinking about this and um, you know what the, the Lord really dropped in my heart to talk about um, if we want to awaken something on the inside of us it starts to un- we need to start with understanding what we have on the inside of us if we want to awaken something what could, what are we awakening right what is it we've got to awaken and I started looking and um, if you've got your Bibles join here with me in a, in John um, chapter 19 now you know the last there is there's three mm-hmm. words there was three words that Jesus spoke. They were the last three words before his death, right? On the cross, on, his, on the crucifixion. And these are really important. So um, I want to just take a few moments to look at those and really unpack what it means because I think it has a huge significance for us. It really has a huge significance. We're talking about awakening our faith and awakening our hope. And, you know, of all people, believers have the most reason to hope, Amen. right? Christ in us, the hope of glory. So what is it that gives us this assurance? Let's look here. This is in in John um, 19, and I'm going to start in verse 28. It says here, I'm reading in the modern English version, which is kind of like the New King James. All right, but it says, After this, Jesus, knowing that everything was now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now, just stop there for a moment. He said, everything was now accomplished that the scripture might be fulfilled. Okay. So what he was about to do next was about to fulfill scripture. And he goes on, he says, a bowl full of sour wine was placed there. So they put a sponge full of sour wine on hyssop and held it to his mouth. And when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. The last three words that came out of Jesus's mouth before he died, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now, this is a, this is a powerful um, few um, verses of scripture mm-hmm. that the Lord has just been really revealing to me. And I thought there's some really cool things in here that I want to show you. Now, we know that everything that Jesus did, he fulfilled so many prophecies, Amen. right? He yeah. fulfilled so many um, prophecies in, in just in being born, right? Yeah. In, in living, in, the, in, in, in dying, in the way that he's um he was treated during his crucifixion i mean i think it was i don't got the exact number but i know it's at least over 400 prophecies alone mm-hmm. were fulfilled just with the fact that jesus was born lived and died mm-hmm. right so everything he did was fulfilling prophecy but here it is it says um the scriptures fulfilled now this um well what's fulfilled what's, what's, what's what is he accomplishing here you know, maybe he's just thirsty. Maybe he just, you know, needs to have a drink or something, right? Now, he's very intentional. And if you look here, it says they put the sponge full of sour wine on hyssop and held it to his mouth. What I believe this is a representation of is, I don't know if you're, if you're aware, but we've recently, just a couple of weeks ago, um, celebrated Passover. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we did a whole teaching um, back in one of our lives about this. But in Passover, that was the, that was the back in the Old Testament where the children, where the, where the Israelites were, where Moses was there, and it was the final plague. It was the final. They've been through the, the many, many plagues of Egypt. He was trying to liberate them from the oppressive control of Pharaoh, and they, the angel of death was about to come through, mm-hmm. and they killed the, the sacrificial lamb, the spotless, unblemished lamb, and they dipped the hyssop in the blood of the lamb, and they put it on the doorposts. And I believe that when Jesus was saying to get to get the hyssop and put it in the wine, he was he was basically completing, bringing a completion to the to the um, to the final stages of Passover. Jesus is our Passover, Amen. Yeah. He's our fi- He's our final step in Passover, Amen. Come he on. completed it. He is the He is the Lamb, Amen. Amen. 
he he is the, the the perfect spotless lamb so when he's when you know everything he does is so intentional i love this about the scripture but really where i want to get to is verse 30 he says when he had received the sour wine he said it is finished well what is finished like his day's finished you know like he's done his job is he's going to go home no he's there's so much more in this so if you look up the word in the in the original greek is um, tetaleste, tetaleste, it is finished. The word finished means tetaleste. Now, I'm not really a Greek scholar, but I think this is really cool. So I started to do a little bit of research about what is it, the last few words that Jesus spoke on the cross, what is it that if you were about to, to, to die in a crucifixion, if you were about to make your last um, mark in the, in the flesh as God, right? what would it be that would be so significant that you would want people to remember mm. you'd want it you'd want you'd want these last words to, to be really important wouldn't yeah. you oh, yeah. well it is finished he wasn't talking about just his death his crucifixion he wasn't talking about the fact that you know what i'm i'm done i'm tired i'm ready to go to heaven now i'm ready to check out now there was a lot more in this so the word um tetaleste, i mean it is finished in the greek first of all it's written in a tense that's unusual it's written in the perfect tense, which I think is really kind of fun mm -hmm. because the perfect tense, it, you know, Jesus is perfect, Amen. right? Jesus is perfect. But it, it actually means a perfect tense is, is a compilation of two tenses, right? Mm. So the present tense and the aorist tense. And it means when it, when it was written, it means this applies to now and, it, and continuously. Mm. So it's now and ongoing. So what, what Jesus was saying, the way that he was saying it was, was it is finished now and ongoing which in a sense doesn't really make sense, does it? Right. How can something be finished and yet be ongoing at the same time, mm. right? Well, stay with us, okay? So the word tetaleste, it means now and ongoing, but actually it means a lot more than just finished. So I wrote some, I wrote some things down here. I thought it would be, would be cool to get into. And we're looking here, you know, Jesus' Jesus's death, burial, resurrection is the whole reason why we're having this conference in the first place, Amen. right? It's the reason why we can be excited, why we can have faith and hope in the first place. Yep. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. Amen. So when he said it is finished, he was, he was, he was finishing the, the end of the law. But look at this. Mm. It means the word tetaleste is finished. It means to fulfill or perfect. Oh, wow. To fulfill or perfect. It means to, to thoroughly accomplish something, to fulfill or to, or to complete. It means to complete. You know, in, um, in Colossians 2.10, it says we're complete in Christ. Amen. Come on. You know what? You're not missing anything today. Come on. You're not lacking anything today. You're not. You're, God had, Jesus has made you complete. Come on. Amen. You know, sometimes we think um, we need to get married to be complete. That's a bad idea. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, saying. I'm just saying we need to come to a place where we are we are complete in Christ. Amen. But on. otherwise, what we'll do is we'll end up taking our baggage into yeah. a relationship and, and that's just multiplying good. the baggage. And two broken people multiplying the baggage. Don't make a whole one. <laughs> multiplying the baggage. Right? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> so we both need to be complete people coming come together on. and making a complete marriage. Amen. Amen. 22 years. It 22 can't be that bad. years going strong. I got come a good on. one here. I 22 years. Never thought about divorce, but murder's crossed your mind, doesn't it? Terrible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. 22 years. Oh, uh, I love you too, We honey. got married very young. We were little just kids when we got married. We were kids we when just we got, got married. We were just kids, first of all. We were just kids. Come on. Now, I've been talking that Jesus was our was sacrifice. He, he completes us, right? He completes us. But there's something unique about the sacrifice of Jesus. 
you see, in the Old Testament, they had to have sacrifices often, yeah. right? They had to, and um, when somebody did something wrong, they had to have a sacrifice that whether it were really doves or a mm-hmm. goat or a bull or a lamb or whatever. Yeah. They had to have the shedding of blood in order for there to be forgiveness of sin. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting thing is when somebody sinned in the Old Testament, they'd, they'd bring, um, they wouldn't bring out the old lame lambs, no. right? The ones with one eye that are just kind of limping <laughs> along, like, you know, that one's going to die. That was scrawny one's going to die anyway. You might as well sacrifice it. No, they had to bring out the best lamb. Come on. The lamb had to be spotless. It had to be blameless. It had to be perfect. You can just bring out the old, the old scrawny ones because when the when the priest examined the um, the offering, he didn't examine the person bringing the offering. He didn't ask, you know, the per- the, the sin, the person that committed the sin. He didn't ask him. He didn't. He didn't even didn't question what they had done. He examined the sacrifice. Come on. You know when and and the problem was people sin and then they sin again. Right. right, and then they do some more sin, and every time some poor animal had to be sacrificed. But the difference is, when Jesus said it is finished, he became the complete, the perfect, the accomplished once and for all sacrifice, the sacrifice beyond all sacrifices. So we wouldn't need to do that again, right? That's it. You see, his time. blood was so powerful, it would never again, there would never again need to be another sacrifice. It was so strong, the blood of Jesus was so strong. He says this in Hebrews um, 10, verse 10. But this will, which we have, um, which we have sanctified through the offering of one body of Jesus Christ once for all. And it goes on to say that, you know, in the basically in the Old Testament, they, they kept having to have sacrifices because one wasn't enough. But when Jesus died, that was it. One time for everyone forever. He completed it. He finished the season of sacrifices. Hallelujah. Right. Amen. We don't have to have animal sacrifices anymore because Jesus took the place of that sacrifice. I'm glad about that. Imagine that being in animals constantly sacrificing animals. Right? It was terrible. I mean, that's fancy it's that. grim. It's grim. That's, that's a messy business, right? But this, this is, he's, that's why he can be the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the reason that we have faith, yeah. the reason that we have hope, but more than that, he's the finisher. Come on. He's the completer of our faith. He's Amen. the complete package. Thank you, Lord. So we're talking here about Jesus being the author and the finisher of our faith. But more than that, when he said it is finished, if you're just joining us in John 19, verse 30, it is finished. The last the last word that Jesus spoke before his crucifixion, this word um, tetaleste, not only does it mean full or perfect or complete, but it means accomplished in full. It means he accomplished something so utterly, so completely that there needs to be nothing else added to it. It's Jesus plus nothing. Right. Jesus plus nothing. Not Jesus plus your works. That's the gospel. Not Jesus plus your good deeds. Not Jesus plus your amazing educational background. Not Jesus plus your church attendance or, or your or your giving record. Jesus plus nothing is enough. Amen. It's enough. That's the good news. This is the reason why why we can have hope and faith. Yeah. Amen. That's, that we've got something to awaken on the inside Amen. of us. Hallelujah. So good. Now there's a couple of uses. This term tetaleste in Roman in in, in Roman times in, in in when this when this was spoken would have been a common term. Yeah, it would have been a common term. You would have heard the priests say this when they were looking for the spotless lamb. Mm. When they found the lamb for, for, for sacrifice, they would say oh, tetaleste. This tetaleste. One's, this one's perfect. Tetaleste. This one's perfect. Right. That's what they would have said. That's my new word now. Tetaleste. It's perfect. It's complete. <laughs> Amen. It couldn't get any better. How'd you spell it? Well, T E S T and T E T E L E S T A I. So just as it sounds, Tetraleste. Yeah, you have to kind of say Tetraleste. Come on. 
perfect. Yeah, I have to say it with a Greek accent. Tetaleste, I can't say. Uh, no, I don't. No, no. Mbappe. Tetaleste. Tetaleste. Watch mouth. Watch mouth. Watch mouth. Tetaleste. Tetaleste. You can try and type in Tetaleste if you want. If you spell it wrong, we won't judge you because no one knows how to spell anyway. So Tetaleste. Come on, it's perfect. It's finished. And there's there's more there's more uses of this which really fascinates me. Mm. Okay, because I think this this just goes to show the way this word was used. It is finished. Amen. Okay, we're looking here in 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 John thirty verse nineteen that the it is finished. The last word that Jesus spoke um, before his crucifixion. It doesn't just mean his day was done. It was complete. It was perfect. He'd he'd he'd, he'd completed the scripture. Okay. That would have been enough. Yeah. Right. Oh, the yeah. completion of the law would have been Definitely. enough. Right. But in the way that it was used back in those times, it was also um, a business term, mm. okay? So merchants would have used this. They would have written tetaleste on the bottom of their bill of sale. Oh, wow. What it means is paid in full. Come on. Pay, Pay in, in full. full. You Man, know, Jesus' awesome. sacrifice one time forever was enough to pay in full the wages of your sin. Man. The debt that your Praise sin God. owed. Jesus paid it in full. Thank you, he Jesus. He paid it in full so you don't have to worry about sin, Thank about you, sickness, Jesus. about, you know, your, your deliverance is Amen. paid for. Your healing is paid Come for. On. Your salvation is paid Thank for. You, your freedom is paid for. Your peace is paid Thank for. You, Amen. Hallelujah. He's, he's not on loan to anyone. Man, Completely so paid good. off. You are paid up. Come on. You owe nothing to God. You Come are on. paid it's up. Finished. Amen. Jesus hey, if you're watching now, we're going to pray for you at the end. We're gonna, you're yeah. going to receive whatever you need. Whatever yeah. you need, Jesus provided. You're going to receive it. Healing, uh, provision, peace of mind. I'm telling you, we're going to pray for you for your breakthrough. Yeah. Praise Amen. God. So don't go anywhere. I'm telling you, we're going to be praying for you and we're going to see breakthrough. No, tonight. no, that actually has, actually has a word too. Amen. So another, another use for this, if they paid in full, is also a legal term. Come on. Okay. It means the completion of a judgment. It means the, the sentence is served. Mm. The judgment is settled. The sentence is served. That's good. You know, in the in the Roman times, when a prisoner um, was put into a prison, they had um, they had a sheet uh, with the charges, the criminal charges that were, were written down, and it was nailed to the door of the jail. It was wow. nailed to their cell. Now, when they when they were released, when the sentence was finished, the judge would write Tetaleste on that document, and it would say the sentence is served, right. paid in full, judgment is accomplished. Amen. It's, it's, it's wiped out. And Paul actually refers to this practice. And you'll notice actually when Jesus was crucified, they wrote um, they they nailed to the cross the judgment against him, Jesus, King of the Jews. They nailed it to the cross, right? Look at this. Uh, this. This blew my mind when I saw this, okay? In Colossians 2, verse 13, right? He says, this is this is Paul referring to this common, common practice, okay? He says, and you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, he has resurrected together with him. We've been resurrected Come with on. Christ. So good. Man, that's not all waking yeah. your faith and hope. No matter what you've done, no matter where you've come from, no matter where you've been right you have been resurrected with christ hallelujah yesterday is gone come on your old man is buried come right? on he's in the grave but you've got a bright new future we've been resurrected in christ Amen. okay he says he has resurrected together with him having forgiven you all of your sins thank you he's Lord. not holding your sin against you it's complete the judgment is served amen paid in full thank you Lord. verse 14 it says he blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us and contrary to us, and he took it and he took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Mm. 
nailing those judgments to the cross and having disarmed the authorities and powers, the powers of the judgment, the power of sin, the power of debt, right? Mm. The, 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 the sentence that we should have served, he served it for us. Thank you, Lord. And he says, having disarmed the authorities and powers, he made a show of them openly, embarrassed a lot of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Thank you, Lord. You know, the, this, this fascinated me. So I dug into it a little bit more, more clear, carefully. And, you know, this, this word where it says that um, the, the uh, where is it? The handwriting of ordinances, mm. okay? The handwriting of ordinances, it literally means written charges. Written charges. Oh, wow. The written charges. They wrote charges, king of the Jews. Mm -hmm. And, you know, actually, he was the king of the Jews. How ironic is that? But it was nailed to the cross. In one gospel, they said, don't even, don't put, he's the, he like, he's the king of the Jews. Put, he said he was the king of the Jews. Yeah. They said, no, it's too late. We've done it now. What I've written, I've written, yeah. okay? Come on. But, it, but, you know, in the New American Standard Version, New American Standard Bible, the NASB, it says the certificate of debt, the mm. certificate of debt. This is the same certificate of debt that the, that the judge would write tetelestate um, on the bottom. Come on. To, you know, sentence has been served. Judgment has been fulfilled. The sentence has been completed. The, 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 the payment has been made in full. Amen. This is, this, is a, this is a bill of sale paid in full. You owe Come nothing. On. You Come own on. nothing. You own nothing. Praise Come God. On. Jesus paid it all. Release. Release awesome. this prisoner. Come Amen. On. Release this prisoner. There's no charges that can stand against them anymore. No Come charges on. that can stand against us anymore. Thank you. You know, it's also, there's one more use of this. It's a military term back then. It was a mm. military term back then. And you'd hear the soldiers saying, it is finished. Tesseleste. It means that the enemy is finished. Man. Done. Defeated, annihilated. The vic is a victory cry. Tetelestai. It's finished. The battle is over. Hallelujah. You know, Romans 8.37 8, says, we are more than conquerors. Come on. More than conquerors. So when Jesus said, it is finished, he had you on his mind. Why? Because you were wow. the joy that was set before him. Come on. He thought of you. So Amen. Good. He Thank thought you, of Lord. you when he said, it is finished. He wasn't just checking you, out Jesus. after a hard day's work. He wasn't just saying, Lord, take me out of here. I want to go back to heaven. I, I can't stand this, this, this pain anymore. No, he wasn't just, he wasn't just quitting. It wasn't just over. It was completely finished. Thank you, Lord. Every debt, every sin, every Amen. judgment that should have been on, put against you was totally paid for, paid you, in Lord. full. Judgment served. Free the prisoner. Wow. More than that, the battle was over. Come on. Amen. We don't have to fight the battle anymore. We don't have to fight the devil wow. anymore because Jesus has already defeated him. Thank you, Lord. Man, this is what this is what Jesus paid for you to have. Hallelujah. You know, it, it talks about this in Isaiah 53. Mm. But, you know, th this was the judgment. These were the iniquities. Mm. The chastisement of our peace was put upon him. Mm. Our, he paid the price for us to be free from sickness, Thank you, Lord. free from disease, Amen. to free from the from the power from the from the um, from the judgment and the bondage of sin and sickness. Amen. Amen. So when he said it is finished, he meant for you, it is finished. Come on. And I just want to agree with you um, in prayer today. I want to agree with you in prayer before. Mm. I know Ash is going to Ash is going to bring road, but right now I know that there are people watching that are dealing with the wages of sickness. Come on. You're dealing with the wages mm. of sickness and the wages of death, mm. right? And right now, by the by the authority of Jesus, let's just yeah. come into we're we're Hallelujah. a we're a community. Amen. Here, amen. Everyone on YouTube now, come, come into agreement right now. Come on, let's join our faith right amen. now. Thank there's you, no, Jesus. There's no there's no spectators on here. Keep when Jesus said it was finished, it meant it yours your sickness was finished. Come on. 
You know, Amen. your sickness was over. Your Amen. sickness was done. Your pain was done. Come on. Your salvation was paid for. Thank Amen. So right now, in Jesus' name, yes, we come Lord. against all sickness and Amen. all disease. We take authority yes. over it in Jesus', Jesus name. name. We command Amen. that pain to leave, Amen. that spirit of infirmity to leave right your body right now. We come against all, all accused accusations, mm -hmm. all thoughts of condemnation right now. We say it was for freedom that Christ has set us free. We're yes. not going back under bondage. Come on. We're not slaves. Amen. We're free. It's time Thank to live Lord. free right now. I, I release the power yes, of God to Amen. flow through your body from the top right of your now. head to the very soles of your feet. Amen. I release it right now. It's yes, driving Lord. out sickness and it's Amen. driving out disease. No accusation of sin or Hallelujah. sickness or poverty or condemnation mm. can stay in your body and live. Come on. Can stay in your mind and live. We release peace over your thought life. Thank peace you, over your brain. Peace yes. over your emotions. Yes. In Jesus' name. The perfect you, peace that comes out everything. Come on. Hallelujah. I tell you what, the devil is Come running on. scared. Come on, Carlos. He's cool, man. Come makes on. me makes me want to get up and run around. You the came devil, me too. The, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run, run around around the room. So many things to run. Right? I'm telling you, Come the on, devil is terrified that we. Woo, <laughs> Pastor Ben is up and The devil is he's terrified. Come he's on. terrified that you might take this word and believe it. It is finished. Amen. Quit Come listening on. to the lies. Come Quit on. believing the symptoms. Let me tell you, when symptoms come to your body, they're nothing but a lie from the pit of hell. Come on. It is finished. Amen. Pain eradicated. Thank you, Lord. Right now, we turn pain off. Jesus name. Yes. Shut it off. Right now. Body, quit it. No, quit it. Organs function Hallelujah. as you were created to. Mm. As you were created to in Jesus' in name. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. The Thank all provision has already been supplied for me. Right Thank now, you, devil, Lord. get your hands off our resources. Yes, Jesus' name. Get your right hands now, off yeah. our resources. Yeah. Get your hands off our kids. Amen. Get your hands. You, you can. You might have had some of our posture not having our future. Amen. Come on. You're not having Come it. on, Carla. You're not having Amen. it. We refuse. There are people watching where you are you are disassociated from family mm. members. Mm. You've got prodigals that you are believing to come home. Mm. Let me tell you, the, your prayers are availing much. Come on. They're availing much. Amen. I, right now, we call those prodigals home. Lord, I yeah. thank you. We speak laborers across their path. Yes. So they might hear Jesus the gospel. Name. Holy Spirit, bring back to their remembrance. Every scripture yes. that they've heard as a child, every mm. word, every Thank prayer you. that their parents have prayed for them, that their grand—I see grandmothers Come praying. On. Amen. Grandmothers. Some of you are alive today because your grandmother has prayed for you. Come on. She prayed for you. your prayers are powerful. They are doing damage to the enemy because He's you're getting so in agreement with the Word of God. He Lord, we love you, we believe you, and we receive right now Hallelujah. every part of your atonement, Amen. every part that you paid for. We Thank receive you, it Jesus. into our bodies. We speak strength yes. and health into our flesh, Thank health you, to our bones Amen. in Jesus' name, health Hallelujah. to our bones. No sickness, no disease, no, no, no spirit of death can stay in our Come families. On, be gone now. We Jesus cut off virus right now. Right now. Yeah. Infection, no viruses. bacteria, genetic conditions, mm. hereditary diseases, yes. negative diagnosis. Come you on. repent in Jesus' name. Come on. It is finished. Amen. It Hallelujah. is finished. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Thank for you, Lord. restoring memory to us. Mm. Restoring even me the, the memory of the righteous is blessed. Thank you, Jesus. For restoring strength to mm. our flesh. Thank you, Lord. We believe it and we receive it in Jesus' Thank name. You, Lord. And all the people said, 
Amen. 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 If you agree with that, let's see your amens. Type in your Ooh, amens right on. now. Agree right now. Finish, finish. Say amen right now. Agree. I feel like people need to make a, a face statement. Whatever it is that you're believing for, you yeah. write that you write the name of it and then you write it is finished. It is finished. It is finished. Yes, Cancer, it is come finished. On. Diabetes, come on. it is finished. Amen. Death, it is finished. Yes, Amen. Paid in full. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Man. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. God, God is, is so good. good. Hallelujah. We're going to pray some more before we finish. Don't worry about that. Praise God. So tell, tell your friends and family, come and join us. We're going to pray some more. We'll have some more ministry time for you uh, before we're done here. But uh, I want to show you about a few things real quickly. We want to give you some stuff. So um, I didn't even ask permission for this, Pastor Ben. I hope this is okay. If it's, we can see him, we can't hear him. So if it's not it's okay, totally go like that. okay. It's perfectly <laughs> fine. It's totally okay. Okay. It would be awesome. So this is Carly's yeah. book. It's called Miracles uh, and Healings Made Easy. And if you don't know Carly, Carly was healed of grand mal seizure epilepsy. Um, she couldn't, she was taking 11 different medications um, a, a day. She was, uh, she couldn't, she couldn't have a driver's license. She was just in a bad way. She had to have a babysitter for her. And uh, that was 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. She was completely healed, not one seizure, it's not finished. one. Amen, it's finished, not one bit of medication. Seizures, done. Done, 100% healed. Epilepsy, paid in full. Our daughter Hannah was given one week to live and uh, she was miraculously healed, praise God. They're, those stories are in this book yep. and it's going to help you receive your healing. So we'll give everyone a copy of this. You can get the Kindle version or we'll even give you the physical version uh, within the States. I think we'll give the physical version anywhere, but if you want it outside of the States, you're going to have to pay the postage. But we'll give you the book. Uh, digital or physical, go to teradesministries.com forward slash books, B-O-O-K-S, books. Our uh, team are going to put the link in the, uh, in the description, yeah. forward slash books, and you can go ahead and get this book completely free, or you can type in the word miracles in our store. Yeah, I'll talk about mine. You can type in miracles in our store and you'll get it for free. So that's a free gift to you. Miracles made easy. Praise the Lord. And uh, man, it's powerful. I'm, I'm pumped. Praise God. I'm, I'm stirred already. And um, it's awesome. Good know, teaching, honey. I know you, Ashley's. Let me talk about Ashley's book on his behalf before he before he shares. He's got a okay. book too, right? You need to get this one. This is really going to help you. Now, this is um, Thorns, Barnes, and Oil Jars. You can use the same link to get this. Um, Terry's Ministry School slash book. You can choose either book or both of them, whichever you want. You, um, same thing. We're going to give it to you for free, the physical or the um, or the digital download. If you're in another country, you're going to find that your digital download is way better because the, the shipping takes a long time, right? Especially with the current stuff going on. This is a powerful book. We've had loads of great testimonies. This is going to talk about um, your financial breakthrough. Mm -hmm. I know there are people watching today believing for a financial breakthrough, Amen, and that yeah. book will help you to understand uh, working, saving, and giving, and how to, and what really biblical prosperity. And yeah. stewardship looks like. Yeah. Be good. Be good for you. Be good Praise for you. Lord. Man, what a great conference, Ben. You're doing a great job hosting this conference. I've got a little word here I just want to share with someone that the, the Lord woke me up and gave me this word. And it's very timely to what's happening now mm -hmm. with this uh, pandemic and, and all this craziness. And um, I really believe that what the devil meant for bad, God is turning around for good. Mm -hmm. I believe this is going to be a great hour for the church. I believe this is a great time for the body of Christ. It's a great time for you watching. Wherever you're watching from, however old you are, however young you are, I'm telling you, this can be a good time for you. Even though the devil meant it for bad, God's going to turn this around mm -hmm. for your good and for your victory. And um, the Lord showed me it's almost like another uh, uh, reformation. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we're seeing, we're relating to the church differently. We're relating to, to God differently. And, you know, one of the things in the, fir in, in the first reformation was the people didn't have access to the word of God. 
So only the priests could have access to the word of God and, and, the, and the people weren't allowed to, to get hold of the word the of God. They didn't have the scriptures themselves. It wasn't translated. They weren't allowed it. And I feel like now what's happening in the body of Christ is that now, before I say go any further, let me tell you this. We love the local church. Amen. We believe in the local church. Every Sunday morning, we are in local church, either our local church or we're preaching at someone else's local church, like Palapa de Vida or uh, wherever that may be. We're gonna, we love the local church. We believe in the local church. But I'm telling you, the church is more than just a Sunday, multi, Sunday morning meeting with people sat in chairs and listening to the pastor, however great that is. And we'll come back to that. We'll still be doing Sunday morning services. We're all going to have church, as you know it. Again. Yeah, we'll go back we to will. church again, praise the Lord. And we'll be down with Pastors Ben and Karen and preach for them again, but uh, in person. But what we have to understand, the church has become more than just people sitting in seats. It's not a building. It was never about that. Mm. And I've, I've spoken to pastors, you know, um, uh, Pastor Ben I've spoken to already several times. I've spoken to pastors in Australia, pastors in Africa, pastors in Europe. I've mm. personally spoken to them. Churches we've been this to week. ourselves, yeah, just this week, mm -hmm. churches we've been to ourselves and ministered to, and I've spoken to those pastors, and they're saying there's a move of God. Something's yeah. happening. This is becoming a move of God because now pastors and, and, and leaders are having to reach out every day, yeah. and people are meeting every day. And even though they might not be meeting in person, they're far more connected via social media. It kind of reminds me of Pentecost. It really is. You know, the devil thought he'd won when he killed Jesus. And then nope. before you know it, there's all these little Jesus running Come around. on. He thought he squashed the church. I'm well, I'm <laughs> telling you, what people, the, the mindset of, we're going to sit back and spectate why the leaders mm -hmm. or the, you know, the fivefold ministers do the work of the ministry. I believe those days are over. I believe this is now a time where what should be happening is the fivefold ministries. I believe in the fivefold ministry big time. Ephesians 4, 11 says the reason why Jesus put some as apostles, some as prophets, some as pastors, some as evangelists, some as, uh, as teachers. The reason why he did that was for the equipping of the saints. Yeah. For the equipping of the saints. Yeah. So we are really equipping the saints to do the they're work the of the ministry. of the body. Yeah, they're the biggest servants. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the body of Christ, the people that, that, that come and sit in the pews, if you like, sit in church, they're the ones that are meant to be doing the work of the ministry. Come on. We're equipping them to do the work of the ministry. And I think this is a movement. This is a change. It's not about just a few ministers because if it's just about the few ministers, there's not that many ministers out there. There's only some it's in the fivefold ministry. Minority. There's only some pastors. There's only some teachers. But everyone who's born again is the, are the hands and feet of Jesus. Everyone who's born again is meant to be doing the work of the ministry. I'm here to tell you, wherever you're watching from, I don't. you might say, Ashley, I'm too old, too young. I'm not qualified in this. Let me tell you, if you're born again, you are qualified, praise Amen. God, to be a minister for Jesus. You're qualified to, to share the love that you've received from him. Now, when you know how much Jesus loves you, and I can't help do one I'm of these. qualified. Come on, you're qualified. <laughs> I can't help but do one of these uh, uh, um, Facebook, YouTube type videos without saying, if you don't know Jesus, I'm telling you, it's the most important decision you'll ever make. Amen. And it's very simple. How many of you can say amen to knowing Jesus? It's very amen. simple. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I believe that you're Lord and I make you Lord of my life. And if you believe that, you can be born again. You can be, you can be a brand new person right now. It's, Praise God. it's the most important decision you'll ever make. And maybe people are watching this years to come on YouTube. And I'm telling you, that's the most important decision. Make that decision today. Jesus loves you. You'll Amen. never regret it. I'm telling you. Your life isn't going to be all easy and a bed of roses and no problems. But I'm telling you, your life will be complete. When you accept Jesus, your life will be complete and you'll realize the meaning of life. You'll realize what you was made for. You, so if you, did that, if you did that for the first time, I don't care if it's tonight, I don't care if it's in 20 years time. If you're watching this video and it's the first time you've done it, 
please contact Pastor Ben Diaz, Palabra de Vida. If you can't find him, contact us, Terry Ministries. We want to give you resources. We want to help you in your new decision. Yeah. Praise God. Best decision you've Amen. Best decision you've ever made. But once you once you're born again, once you're born into his family, once you're a believer, praise God, once you're a Christian, you're already qualified to minister. Yeah. Now you may need some training, you may need some coaching, you may need some some tips and stuff, but you've already got it on the inside. Really, all you have to do is release what you already have. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I love this story. If you've got your Bibles, uh, I might not share too many scriptures, but here's a scripture I want to share with you. I love this. This is in Acts 17, in Acts chapter 17, and um, in verse, let's pick this story up in, uh, let's say verse six. So Acts 17, verse six, there's basically what happened was, is that the, the Jews got upset at uh, the teaching, the apostles' teaching. They were like, this is, this is offensive. We don't like this. So they got mad and they went to find the apostles and they wanted to, to cause a riot. But it says in verse six, this is Acts 17, verse six. It says, but when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the brethren uh, to the rulers of the city. And they cried out. Listen to this. They cried out. They said, these who have turned the world upside down have come here also. Wow. These that have turned the world upside down have come also. Let me tell you, these weren't the apostles. This wasn't the big 12. This was Jason and some of the brethren. These were just regular believers. And they said, yeah. these have turned the world upside down. They referred I'm to them as, um, as untrained and illiterate men yeah. that happened to have been with Jesus. Yeah, Acts they 4. Been with Jesus. I know, right? It's me. Acts 4, verse 13. It says, they were untrained, they were uneducated, and they marveled at them. They knew they must have been with Jesus. That gives me hope. Come on, <laughs> that, gives, that should give you hope right now. You know what? We know, we know God chooses the lowly things, Come the on. foolish things. Uh, we the, qualify. The weak things. <laughs> I'm telling you what, that's who God chooses. And we qualify him and you qualify. If you say I'm too good for that, then you don't qualify. But if you say that's me, you qualify. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. But I'm telling you, think about this. Regular believers were drug into the town square and they were told, you've turned the world ups uh, upside down. That's quite an impact. I'm here to tell you, especially right now, your role as a believer is to turn your world right side up for Jesus. Yeah. I'm telling you, you can turn your world. I don't care if your world is just your spouse or just your kids or maybe the, your people. Everyone has got their world. They've got their influence. God has given you influence. He's given you a place to, to, to love people, yeah. a place to serve people, a place to share the gospel with people. And I'm telling you what, you can turn your world right side up. Stephanie says these were the first rednecks. The first rednecks. Come on, they were the first rednecks. Turn your world, like that, Stephanie. Turn your world right side up. I'm telling you, this is your mandate. God has, God has equipped you. You are called to minister. And no more are we going to have these, these deals where it's just we spectate. The people come to church, sit down on a Sunday morning. Like entertainment. Like entertainment and watch the amazing preachers. And however amazing... Pastor Ben is and a he's preacher. he's pretty amazing. Pastor Ben's amazing. If you haven't heard him preach. He's good, amazing. Right now, on, right now on YouTube, you need to hit the subscribe button on the, at the top so that you can hear him preach next week. Yeah. Or, or even better, even better than Pastor Ben, is oh, Pastor Kara preaching. Now, Pastor Ben's okay, <laughs> so, but Pastor Kara, she's where, she's where he's at. She brings the fire. You know what they say, behind every good man is a great woman. <laughs> Do I hear an amen, Pastor Ben? So, <laughs> so, so, yes, amen. Yeah. Amen. There a you better go. woman. That's a good place to say amen because Kara's watching. So you need to, you need to uh, hit, you know, you need to get away from the idea of just sitting down and being entertained. No, we're here to equip you in the work of the ministry, amen. and you're going to edify. Yeah, and you're going to edify the body of Christ. That's your job. That's what you do. And basically, all we're doing is he's letting Jesus live through us. We're letting Jesus live through us, and if we take the limits off yeah. and say, Lord, have your way in my life. You know what? I know you only have 
good for me. You only have good things for me, praise God. You love me. Your, 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 your very nature is loving. Your very nature is good. Your very nature is generosity. I trust you, Lord, and let him live his life through you. I tell you what, you watch what happens. I'm telling you, you flying in the spiritual gifts, loving on people, having supernatural compassion for people, and seeing people's lives change. And when you do that one person at a time, that's how you see your world turned right side up. And I'm here to tell you, I believe this whole crazy pandemic deal is going to turn out for the body of Christ good. Now, we're sympathetic. If you're suffering over this deal, we have simply we grieve with those who grieve. We want to help you. We want to, we, want to, we want to be there for you. But I'm telling you, the body of Christ can be above only and not beneath. They can be the head and not the tower. They can be above these circumstances. And when storms come like this, when this is a big storm that's come, you know, rather than, rather than, than going down in the storm, rather than getting affected by the storm, we can rise above it and be above the circumstance and above the storm. Amen. I mean, Peter actually walked on top of the storm. He walked on top of the water. He walked on top of the storm. And a friend of mine, I was speaking to a friend, actually knew it. His business is the only business in his town that's operating. And he's making a ton of money now during the COVID. Yeah. And he said, you know what? I feel like he has, favor. he has favor. He's a giver. He trusts God. And he has favor. He said, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm like the disciples in the boat with the storm. And instead of uh, worrying about it and, and getting, getting all like, you know, turned over in the storm, he said, I'm just going to climb to the top of the mast and, and ride the storm in like a surfboard, like yeah. surf the storm in. And I believe you can do that. I believe that if you if you trust God, you can you can actually use this storm for your advantage. Amen. But you have to start you have to start declaring what you want to see. Right? Come on, you really do. You, you have, have to believe to the it. other side. Come on. You know what? Amen. We're going through. We're coming Amen. out. Amen. We're come going on. out. We're not going to stay in the storm. It's not going to be around forever. We're going to come out. We're going to be more prosperous Amen. and healthier and stronger Amen. than we ever were before. We're going to give on. the devil a really bad day. Come on. And more people than ever want to hear the good news. They, do. they want to hear the good news of the gospel. And I'm telling you, the gospel is the almost too good to be true news. Mm. I'm here to tell you it's true. The truth is Jesus came down and through his death, burial, and resurrection, paid the price for everything you need. He paid the price for your righteousness. Yeah. That means you can receive his righteousness and be perfect in God's eyes. Just like Jesus, uh, Carla, Jesus, just like Carly talked about Jesus. I receive it. Well, I'm Jesus in me. On the inside. <laughs> just like Carly talked about, about uh, Jesus making the sacrifice, praise God. I'm telling you, Jesus made the sacrifice yeah. for you and it's a perfect sacrifice. That means if you choose to accept it, you can get his righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. Mm -hmm. He became sin and you know sin so that you could be made the righteousness of God. Yeah. He took your pain and suffering. He took stripes on his back. He took, he took pain in his body when he died on that cross so that you don't have to. First yeah. Peter 2, 24. He, he took stripes yeah. his back. So by his stripes, you are healed. Mm -hmm. He took, I mean, he became poverty. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 says that you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, yet though he was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor so that us through his poverty might be made rich. Amen. You think about that. You know, it's interesting when you said about Jesus being thirsty on the cross. Mm -hmm. You know, I read a, a, a world study they did recently, and they said the most extreme poverty you can get, the most extreme poverty, the worst poverty you can get is being naked and thirsty. If you're naked and thirsty, that is the extreme poverty. That's the mm -hmm. worst poverty in the world. And how did Jesus die on the cross? Naked and thirsty. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Jesus became poverty so that you would never have to be. Mm -hmm. Jesus became poverty so you can take on his provision. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. He became anxious. He took on so much anxiety that he sweated blood. He was so anxious and worried and concerned right there. And you can take on his peace mm -hmm. and perfect stillness of mind, praise God. So I'm telling you, the good news is Jesus paid the price for it. All we have to do is accept it by faith and say, yes, Lord, I accept that. 
I want to live the life that you've paid for. Yeah. I want to live this life. And when you live that life, when you allow Jesus to love you, when you realize how much God loves you and you, you get intentional, you start reading scriptures about, about who you are in Christ. Oh, this is a, a scripture card. You can't, you're too Carly blessed wrote. to be depressed. This is a scripture card, Carly wrote. We have this in Spanish too. We have this in Spanish as well. You're Spanish and English, praise God. So you get this in Spanish and English. And these are all scriptures about who you are. When you, when you get into the word of God, see really the word of God is all about finding out who God is and finding out who you are in God. Yeah. Or put it another way, finding out who you are in Christ and who Christ is in you. Yeah. And these scriptures will help you. So go to our website and you get one of these free of charge, praise God. But I'm telling you, when you find out in the word who you are in Christ, it changes everything. And then you start living that life out. Mm. You will turn your world right side up. And I'm here to tell you, I'm declaring over you watching today right now, you're a world changer. Come on. You are a world changer. You're a history yeah. maker. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Don't, don't disqualify yourself. I'm too young. I'm too old. I'm not educated enough. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm from the wrong side of town, whatever. I've got the wrong family, this, that, and the other. I've done this in the past. I've done that in the past. I've been divorced 16 times. I don't care. God sees you as a world overcomer. God sees you as more than a conqueror. God sees you as victorious, praise God. So why don't you agree with God? How can two walk together unless they agree? Agree with God and walk in those things, praise God, and you will see your world turned upside down Amen. or right side up for Jesus, amen? And we'll see huge impact, praise God. So I want to pray. We want to carry on praying for you before our time's up. Father God, I thank you for everyone watching now. I thank you, Lord, for everyone who's watching and listening now. I thank you, Lord, that you have fully equipped us. I thank you, Lord, we're completing you. I thank you, Lord, we have everything we need to go out and turn our worlds right side up. And right now, Lord, I pray for anyone who's suffering, anyone who's got pain in their body, pain to be gone in Jesus' name. Anyone who's anxious and has fear, fear be gone in Jesus' name. We walk by faith and not by fear. We walk by faith and not by sight. I thank God we're not, we're not uh, moved by the circumstances. We're moved by the word. The word says we're secure in you. The word says that we can trust in you and you're our provider. I thank God you're our provider, not our job, not our business, not, not the government. You're our provider, Lord, and we trust in you to provide for your kids. And right now, I put a demand on those promises, Lord. I put a demand. I thank you, Lord, you get pleasure in the prosperity of your servants, Lord. I thank you, Lord, you take pleasure, uh, Psalms 35, 27. You take pleasure in the prosperity, not just financially, but in every area, in our souls, in our health, in our relationships, in our, in our thinking, in every area. And right now, Lord, I call everyone watching now prosperous. I call everyone watching now healthy and whole and fulfilled. And I thank you, Lord, we are turning our worlds right side up for Jesus. I thank you Lord, for a move of God. I thank you, Lord, that we are seeing a move of God right now in our time. And I thank you, Lord, it's an honor to be a part of it, Lord. Here we are, Lord, use us in this move. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel like there's thank someone you, watching and you feel really, um, really unworthy. Mm. Like, you know, how could, how could I be, a, how could I turn, how could I influence the world? I don't even mm. have a purpose. You just feel like you're really isolated, really mm. isolated. But the Lord has a purpose for you. You know, Philippians 3 10 says, For my determined purpose is that I might know him. Read it amplified. Your determined purpose, you're here for a purpose. Come on. God created you. You are unique. Amen. He made you one of a kind. Your whole purpose for being on this earth is to know him Thank you, Lord. intimately, Amen. to become more intimately acquainted with your Savior. Amen. And if, you. if you can't, if you can't, if you're not very mobile right now, if you don't have any, if you can't move around, if you, if you can't leave your house right now, you know what you can do? You can be fulfilling your purpose. Amen. Getting Come to on. know him. Amen. If we're not getting to know him, we're not fulfilling our purpose. Come Amen. On. He's the one who chose you. He yeah. created you. He gave you a future. Amen. He's given, you know what? You need to leave. 
This is this Come is really on, useful. You need to leave the past behind. Amen. You're Come letting on. the you're so busy running backwards looking at the past that you're missing out on your future. Come on. You can't face the future if you're running backwards looking at the past. That's good. Amen. That's good. You've got to turn around and face forward. Paul says, this one thing on. that I do. Come on. This one thing that I do. I gotta forget that which is behind. Amen. Forget it. Forget it. So What's good. in the past is in the past. Come on. You've got to move on forward to your future. Amen. Stop rehearsing your past and start and start rehearsing your victories. Come on. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. You need to rehearse your victories, Amen. not your failures. The devil's trying to get you focused on your failures. Let me tell you, you know what? He hasn't had anyone qualified working for him yet. Amen. He's the one who qualifies us. Amen. No, no one's going to get into the kingdom by their good works or their righteousness or, or their amazing resume, right? You don't need to be anyone else. This this is for someone's day. Yeah, He's not good. asking you to be somebody else. Right. He just needs you to be you. Come on. Amen. Amen. He loves you just as you are. So good. Amen. You don't have to be anyone else. Amen. He just needs your heart. That's it. He just needs your heart. Thank He's you. He's just Lord. after your heart. That's it. Thank that's you, it you just so surrender good. to him mm -hmm. say lord i want everything that yes. you have for me yes. i'm leaving the past in the Thank past you. i'm agreeing with your word amen. and i'm going forward into the future hallelujah you have a bright future amen, amen. you have a he's this prosperity you, ahead of you amen there's healing ahead of you there's miracles ahead of you don't quit listening to the lies of the enemy you love you looking you love you running repeats right no one likes watching reruns there's nothing interested in watching reruns right you've got a future and it's way more interesting so good move on forward hallelujah so good it's so good you know what god chose you before the foundation of the world i'm telling you i'm telling you he chose you and he has a plan for you you know, I believe in predestination. I believe that God predestined you for success, predestined you for the work of the ministry, predestined you to know him. Yeah. In Acts 13, it says they ministered to the Lord and your ministry to the Lord just by praising him. I tell you, the, the time when you least feel like giving thanks and praising God and worshiping God is the most important time you can do it. When you least feel like your it, flesh in, your, yeah, it. in your flesh or your soul, you don't want to do it. It's the most important time. Your spirit is always rejoicing, always praising God. And you need to get in tune with your spirit and just force yourself to praise God. Force yourself to give thanks. You say, Ashley, you don't understand my situation. I don't know about my job, my business. I don't know what's going on, this, that, and the other. I'm telling you, okay, you have got something to be thankful for. Yeah, I don't know okay, what it is. You're breathing. You're Come born on. again. You've got something to be thankful for. You're loved by the creator God. of the universe. You start, <laughs> you start priming that pump. Start praising yeah. God. Start praying in the Holy Ghost. Start praying yeah. your prayer language. Start praising God. Start Start worshiping God in, in your own way. And I tell you, you start, pray, you start priming that pump. And I'm telling you what, all the other things will fade away. And you'll realize that in perspective, you put it in perspective, your biggest problems, I tell you, are no problem for God. Your biggest problems are no problem for yeah, God. In the, in start praising God right now. Start thanking him. Start give, tell I us what you're thankful spirit. for. Amen. Tell us what you're thankful for. You're thankful for something? Post it. Tell us what you're thankful for. You know, before we start any staff meeting, we have several staff. We have an office here in Colorado. We have an office in South Africa. Before we start any staff meetings, we tell our staff, I want you to go around and every single one of you needs to tell us what you're thankful for. Amen. Tell us what you're thankful for. We want to know what you're thankful for. We have so much to be thankful for. I'm telling you what, it gives God such uh, honor. He loves it when yeah. we say thank you and thank him for things, Amen. praise God, and you know, worship him. When we when we give thanks, we're, we're, like we're inviting the Holy Spirit into our situation and yeah. we're realigning our focus on the truth of God's word rather than on the circumstances. Come on. Right? That's, that's a... Um, thankfulness is a fruit of faith mm -hmm. when we when we trust when we have faith and we have hope 
you know, it comes out in thankfulness. Yeah. You know, uh, the word grace is um, is 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 charis, right? But it's yeah. in, the, in the Greek, it's charis, but it also means uh, it's benefits. And part of that is it isn't just unmerited favor, Come on. but it is thankfulness. Amen. Amen. It, we have been saved by the grace of God. So good. And that alone should make us thankful. Amen. And well, you know, one of the one of the ways that um, that really helps if you if you if you want to stir up the faith that's on the inside of you. You know, in Jude, it says you build yourself up in your most holy holy faith yeah. when you pray in the spirit. Yeah. When you pray in the spirit. And I want to encourage you, you know, if you're if you're really struggling with fear, with doubt, with unbelief, with isolation, with depression, you know, you can't even you may you just you look at your life and it just and it just sucks. You can't find anything to be thankful for. Man, you need to be praying in the spirit. Amen. We gotta stir ourselves up in this. In times like we're going through right now, we know this doesn't happen by accident. You know, as you mentioned, we have joy as the fruit of our spirit. That means regardless of the circumstances, we have the ability to operate in joy. It doesn't matter where, what's going on. We have the ability to operate in joy and peace. And how we tap into that spiritual force on the inside of us is in the spirit, right? right? By praying in tongues. So I want to encourage you, use your prayer language. Amen. You know, speak out words of thankfulness. Amen. And when we do that, we invite the power of God into our situations to change our world and help Thank us turn the world upside down. Come on. Or right side up. Right side up. Right side up. Praise the Lord.